Hello to all our Marma members and welcome to this new episode of our Home and Life podcast by Marma of Home with your host, Mariana. Here you can find the tools and elements to create a healthy home that contributes to a healthy lifestyle of your mind and body. We're so happy that you're here and let's start now. Have you ever wondered what makes a healthy home? If you haven't, or if you're really not sure, you're in the perfect place. In this first episode, we're going to be talking about what really makes a healthy home and how you can improve your home to make it a better place and a healthier one for you and your loved ones. We rarely think what makes a home a healthy place. It's not something that we have every day in our minds. When we think about health, we would probably say, exercise, food, meditation, techniques to relieve stress, but we never say home. And this is something really important because nowadays, most of us, humans, spend at least 60% of our lives living in indoor spaces, and those spaces contribute directly on our health and well-being. So, taking this into account, I committed the task to ask the people that I know, most of them who are not architects, what a healthy place means to them, and I have to say they all have different ideas about what it is. Surely, it might be a subjective point of view, but some elements make your home a healthy place, and here we want to state them for you to know if you are indeed living in a healthy home, or how you can improve it. Now, tell us, for you, what does a healthy home mean? As an architect, we design thinking about human well-being. How we can make this place the best for the people that are going to be there, depending on the function. Personally, I believe this is why we get paid. To contribute to making people's lives better through the designs that we do. So, nowadays, there's a tendency called biophilic design. Biophilia comes from the working Greek bio and philia. The first one means life and the second one is love, so it means love for life. Bringing this concept to the architectural design is basically bringing nature to our spaces in many forms. But why we should design with this concept in mind? Well, because we are genetically programmed to feel calmed and relaxed around nature and it has a lot of benefits for our mental and physical health. Now, let's make an exercise. I want you to think of a place where you can relax and disconnect yourself from work. Do you already have it in mind? Well, I can bet that place you chose is in a natural environment. It could be a forest, a beach, mountains, deserts, waterfalls, lakes, or whatever natural environment, but I bet it was one of those. Having this in mind, we definitely need to bring more nature to our spaces and biofield design has been shown to have positive effects such as healing effects, enhances creativity and reduces stress. And as more and more humans live in cities, we need to make these urban places and spaces healthier. Now, biofield design can be divided into three categories. These categories contain the elements that we think a home should have to be healthy, 
Your home doesn't need to have all of the elements to be considered a healthy home, but we consider that at least you need to have 80% of them. The first category is nature in the spatial patterns. This basically means direct experience with nature. The second one is natural analog patterns, which is indirect experience with nature. And finally, we have nature of the space patterns, which is directly the experience of the space and place. The first one is nature in space patterns, which refers to direct experience with nature in architectural projects. The physical presence of nature in the environment can be water, trees, fire, animals, sounds, breezes, among others. And it's relevant because we experience the world with all our senses and biophilic design has to appeal to all of them. We divide this physical presence into visual and non-visual experience. So in the visual connection with nature, we have light. It produces shadow and the variation in intensity mimics natural environments that makes us feel good. It also provides the mood we want to evoke in certain spaces and helps us be healthy because light affects our circadian rhythm. This is the internal clock that controls the sleeping and feeding patterns. Having access to direct sunlight also helps us synthesize vitamin D that helps to regulate the amount of calcium and phosphate in our bodies. Some research showed that productivity is higher in well-daylighted workplaces, sales are higher in daylit stores, and that children performed better in the daylighted classroom with views. The researched focus was on a lighting strategy and task performance and less on human biology. For instance, quality day lightning has been reported to induce more positive moods. The second one is plants and natural landscapes, and I have to say, in my personal opinion, I love this one. Having green indoor spaces and also outdoor spaces brings a direct relationship with nature. It has been shown that being surrounded by nature helps to reduce stress and have more positive emotional functioning, improved concentration and recovery rates. Stress recovery from visual connections with nature have reportedly lower blood pressure and heart rate, reduce attention of fatigue, sadness, anger and aggression. It also improved mental engagement, attentiveness, attitude and overall happiness. Now I want us to make a test. I want you to imagine a place that is full of trees and surrounded by nature and plants and then another environment that has no trees or nature at all. I would bet that you would prefer the one that's surrounded with nature. That happens because viewing scenes of nature stimulates a larger portion of the visual cortex than non-nature scenes, which triggers more pleasure receptors in our brain, leading to prolonged interest and faster stress recovery. Plants also clean the indoor air you breathe as they convert CO2 into oxygen. So now you know, the more plants you have at home, the healthier it will be. You can diversify the plants that you have. You can choose between flowers, succulents or cactus for your tables, small and large indoor plants with planters for the spaces, and green walls and terraces too. 
You can get vases, planters, and ring walls on our website, marmaroff.com, so go ahead and check them out. Alright, now let's pass to animals. Having this type is not easy to achieve in the built environment. However, when we have gardens and trees, we can attract bees and other pollinators and also animal feeders to attract birds. We could also have pets like cats and dogs at home. When humans are connected with animals, it brings feelings of pleasure, mental stimulation and interest. Another element is the fire. Consider one of the fourth elements, bringing fire to spaces can bring color, light, warmth and movement. Now tell us, how do you feel when you are around a fire burning marshmallows? Alright, now let's talk about the elements of non-visual connection with nature. This experimentation includes all of the other senses, smell, noise, touch and taste. A space like this feels fresh and balanced. Now we're going to mention the benefits of each one. So the first one is noise. And with the noise we have two aspects. When we want to hear it and when we don't. When we want to hear it, it's probably because we are listening to some music or we are chatting with some friends or with our family. And we want to hear them clearly. And what we don't want to hear them is because probably we are studying and we want to concentrate, so we want to avoid the noise. Here is where the acoustics come into play, and it's a very important role, but we're going to be talking about it more deeply in one of our next episodes. So when you're at home, you should have a ritual of listening to some relaxing music and natural sounds because studies have shown that exposure to natural sounds when compared to urban and office noise accelerates psychological and physiological restoration up to 38% faster after a psychological stressor. Alright, next we have olfactory. And with olfactory system can trigger many powerful memories. Also, smelling certain oils help to reduce stress, generate calmness, or energize people. And this is the reason why spas use certain smells coming from plants on spaces and massages. And here is where aromatherapy comes into place. But we're going to be talking about the benefits of this ritual in one of our next episodes, so stay tuned. Now we have apatic, and it's interacting with animals, gardening and auriculture activities have been shown to engender environmental steps ward among children, reduce self-reported fatigue while maintaining joint flexibility among adults, and reduce the perception of pain among senior populations with arthritis. The act of touching real plant life versus synthetic plants has also been shown to induce relaxation through a change in cerebral blood flow rates. These examples give reason to believe that the experience of touching other elements in nature such as water or raw materials may result in similar health outcomes. Here. Having the correct ventilation and humidity is crucial in any space because it inhibits the growth of fungi and bacteria, which can cause certain types of illnesses. 
It can also control the temperature to keep the places fresh and improve air quality. Airflow can also help with comfort and productivity. Water. This molecule represents life. Wherever there is water, there is life, at least as we know it. There is not a single organism on Earth that can survive for long periods without water. This molecule incorporates sound, touch, taste and sight. It's a multi-sensory element that reduces stress, improves health, reduces blood pressure and a loving heart rate and overall satisfaction. Sightseeing Being able to see the weather from our window while working or watching the sunrise or sunset is priceless. This provides awareness and mental stimulation and helps to keep our circadian rhythms in check. Now let's talk about the indirect experience with nature. These are referred to forms, objects or patterns that do not come from natural environments but somehow represent nature or are inspired by it. First, we have bioformic forms, patterns and biomimicry. Biomimicry is referred to design strategies that study natural environments and find solutions to human and technical problems based on how nature works. To achieve this, Marmarov is committed to have a multidisciplinary team, not just architects but also biologists and engineers, that helps us to innovate in the manufacturing processes and design. Imitating nature can help us to resolve some problems that nature already has a solution to. Also, having biomorphic forms and natural geometries that represent nature enhances cognitive performance while helping to reduce stress. Then we have material connection with nature and colors. Having natural materials and architectural projects can be mentally stimulating and allow humans to connect with nature differently. This is why we use wood, stone or copper in our projects. Watching materials have their natural oxidation process like the patina from the copper shows us the natural process of materials which humans find stimulating. Studies have shown that a room with 60% of wood usage makes people feel more comfortable. Also using colors found in nature like browns and blues generates tranquility and greens enhance creativity. Complexity and order the objective of the complexity and order pattern is to provide symmetries and fractal geometries, configured with a coherent spatial hierarchy to create a visual nourishing environment that engenders a positive psychological or cognitive response. These types of geometries can be used in wallpapers, carpet designs, facade designs or roof structural designs. Finally, we have the third category, experience of the space and place, nature of the space patterns. The first one is prospect, and this term emphasizes the horizons, huge spaces and movement providing a sense of freedom. Using transparent materials like glass and balconies, catwalks and staircase landings allow the views of the horizons. Also designing with open floor plans and sites with trees, bodies of water or evidence of human habitation can make a good prospect. Refuge 
Unlike Prospect, the refuge provides a sense of protection and safety. We often design refuges as spaces for reading, meditation, rest or relaxation and complex cognitive tasks. As a result, indoor places are more private with lowered ceilings and lowered or varied light color, temperature or brightness. Mystery The mystery pattern is largely based on the idea that people have two basic needs in the environment to understand and explore, and that basic needs should occur from one's current position to engender a sense of mystery. Mystery characterizes a place where an individual feels compelled to move forward to see what is around the corner. It is the partially revealed view ahead. The objective of the mystery pattern is to provide a functional environment that encourages exploration in a manner that supports stress reduction and cognitive restoration. We can generate this feeling with curved edges and auditory stimulation from an imperceptible source. Risk and Pearl It may sound that we will not want to have risky feelings in the space we inhabit. However, when humans feel a controlled risk, it can have a positive effect on our brains because it generates intense concentrations of dopamine and it makes us feel pleasure. When we produce dopamine, it helps us with memory and problem solving and supports motivation. But we don't want this overproduction of dopamine because it can cause depression and mood disorders. Some of the design features that can cause these feelings are infinity edges, experiences or objects that are perceived to be defying or testing gravity, passing under, over or through water, facets with floor-to-ceiling transparency and architectural cantilevers, among others. So here you have the elements that we believe that makes a healthy home. Of course, we know that a healthy life is just not a healthy home. It's the entire mixture of the home we live in and the habits that we do. And we want to start talking also about those habits and rituals that we have to do in our homes to stay healthy. So now you can start checking the elements that we've just stated and see if you have them at home and if not, how you can start implementing them. And just to conclude a little bit, the biophilic design just reflects the obvious and intuitive characteristics that make humans feel good in an environment. Now, if you don't know where to start or you want to change a lot of things at home, you can hire our interior design services or book a free consultancy with us. We are here to help you and really to accomplish what we believe a healthy home should be and to really improve the life of our users and customers. If you are interested, you can go ahead and check our website marmarofa.com slash interiordesign or marmarofa.com slash experience and there you can book a free consultancy if you have specific doubts or hire our interior design services if you want to renovate a space. So well, that's all for now. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and we hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next week with this new brand episode. Goodbye and have a nice weekend everybody.